Well, good morning, Restoration Road. Thank you for joining us today. We're going to begin a brand new series called Not Afraid. I know many of us are facing uh, challenges during this time. There's uncertainty. We're battling anxiety. And I want us to hear the words of Jesus today when he teaches us, when he tells us, do not be anxious. And so we're going to spend the next few weeks just talking about how we can overcome anxiety through the power of the gospel, how our heavenly Father loves us and cares for us so we can trust him during these times. And today we're going to focus in on not being afraid and not being anxious in troubled times. I know many of you are facing um, potentially your hours being cut at work. You're facing financial hardship. Some of you are concerned about your health. And during these times, I just want you to know that God is with you. God is for you. He's going to bring you through. And we know that because of the words of Jesus that we're going to read today. And I want them to bring comfort as Jesus speaks these words to us. So if you would turn with me to Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 through 34. That's Matthew chapter 6. Verses 25 through 24, and I'll read those to you right now. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not your life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. And yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon, in all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. That's the word of the Lord. I want to begin, as is my custom, with a parable, a story to tell you. About seven to eight years ago, me and my family decided we were going to go to Disney World, and it was going to be the first time my daughters were on a plane. So they were both excited and nervous as they got ready for the flight to Disney World. They were excited to go to Disney World, but they wanted to see what it was like to fly on a plane. I've never been crazy about planes. I'm getting better now as I've had to fly a little bit more. But we're halfway through the flight, and all of a sudden we hit turbulence like we have never hit turbulence before. And from people I talk to who fly much say they've never heard of anything like it. The plane dropped what I think was 1,000 to 2,000 feet in a split second. The plane began to shake, and my daughter grabbed my arm and said, Dada, I'm scared. About nine people threw up on the plane. We knew we had a situation. 
We began to hear people crying out to God and repenting because they thought that the plane was going down. Trays flew in the air. We saw people just petrified, not knowing what was going to happen because of this turbulence. There was great anxiety on the plane. To be honest, as a dad, I was telling my daughter, Talia, it's going to be okay. But inside, I felt like, man, there's trouble in paradise. But then in all the commotion, and all the turbulence, with all the anxiety, a voice came out across the loudspeaker. It was the captain. And the captain said, don't be afraid. It's going to be all right. We're hitting a little turbulence now, but we're going to get through it. It's going to be okay. Don't worry. And those words from that captain at that point, it settled my soul as a father. And as I spoke those words to my daughter, it's going to be okay. I felt them even more. It rested my soul, even though I was still in the turbulence, I was still battling the anxiety, because that captain was calm, he was confident, and he was truthful, and he spoke that we were going to be okay. It brought rest to my soul, and then after a few minutes, we came through the turbulence, we landed the plane, and we enjoyed Disney World. Why do I share that story? Because many of us right now feel like we're in great turbulent times. Because we are. Things are shaky. We may be feeling like from the anxiety that we will metaphorically throw up. We're panicking a little bit. We're wondering if we're going to be okay. Some of us are feeling far from God and even asking in our own hearts, we want to be right with God during these times. And you might be battling anxiety. I want you to hear Captain Jesus say right now the words that he just spoke in Scripture. Do not be anxious. Do not worry about tomorrow. Do not be anxious. Because your heavenly Father is going to take care of you during these times. I promise you that. We can trust those words. We can live on those words. Because Jesus spoke them from his very lips. And he loves us and he's for us. And so we're going to focus on three things today. We're going to focus on that reality that Jesus tells us, do not be anxious. Secondly, we're going to get to the why we shouldn't be anxious. And third, we're going to listen to this important teaching that Jesus tells us on how to have the mentality that defeats anxiety. So let's begin here. Our Savior, King Jesus speaks these powerful words to us, to our hearts, to our souls. Do not be anxious. Now, I want us to take note that in that passage of Scripture, he says it three times in nine verses. Do not be anxious. Do not be anxious. Do not be anxious. Now, you might ask yourself, what did the people at that time have to be anxious about? Were they going through a pandemic? Let me explain this to you. The people of Jesus' time were very anxious. They lived from day to day, meaning they got paid by the day. Their job was only secure for that day. They didn't know what tomorrow brought. Because they worked on a daily wage, their employer could that day say, the harvest wasn't good this year, or we don't need your help tomorrow. Then all of a sudden, they would feel like they had to fend for themselves. If they didn't have a, a good season with rain, maybe the harvest wasn't good. They were concerned about having even food tomorrow, nevertheless today. So they had much angst. They felt like they had to fend for themselves. They were concerned 
about the troubles of life. And Jesus looks at them and the best preacher who ever preached, preached these words and he says, do not be anxious. Do not be anxious. And I want us to hear that today. Because we might not be living day to day, many of us might, but most of us might be living week to week. We're concerned, are we going to have a job next week? Is the grocery store going to have food on the shelf so we can get it? Am I going to be able to get the medication I need next week? And Jesus, with that same heart, with that same love, says to us, do not be anxious about next week. Do not be anxious. Now, we can trust these words of our loving Savior even in our everyday life, even in our context. See, many of you are worrying about if you have, will have work next week. Or maybe like my wife who they just shut down the place where she works is not going to be working for the next week. You're concerned during these times. What is next week going to bring? Will they put more restrictions on us socializing? Will they put more cut back at my work? And I want you to hear Jesus tell you right now in his own words, do not be anxious about next week. Some of you are concerned if you're going to have food next week, and I want you to hear Jesus say, don't worry about tomorrow. God's going to provide. Some of you may be elderly, and you're, you're more vulnerable to this virus, and you're concerned about your health. I want you to hear King Jesus say, do not be anxious. These words are so important in these times. <clears throat> we hear the Son of God, the Savior of the world, the most loving person who ever existed say, do not be anxious. But I want you to hear the why, because this passage of Scripture gives us the why we shouldn't be anxious. And I want to start with this point by sharing a, a personal story with you that I hope is helpful. When I was younger, my father left. He didn't protect us. He didn't provide for us. He didn't lead my family. He didn't take care of my mom, me or my sister or my siblings. He left. And as a boy, I was a very anxious boy. I was always anxious about tomorrow. I was only always feeling I had to fend for myself. And I got to know my father a little bit more when I got older. I met with him a few times, and he looked at me one day when we were talking. He said, Joey, I'm the most selfish person you'll ever meet. It was a very honest statement he said to me. And as I met with him those few times, and as, as I thought about my life and my challenges with anxiety as a boy, I realized that much of my anxiety was tied to the reality that the person who should have valued me the most, who should have protected me, who should have provided for me, should have led me, did not value me the most. He valued himself. He valued his own comfort. He valued the material things in this world. And so I felt like I had to fend for myself. And maybe many of you feel that in your own life in one way or another or another. But what Jesus is saying in this passage is, he, the heavenly father, he who is most valuable, values you. Therefore, you have nothing to be anxious about. He said, you should not be anxious. 
because you are valuable to your heavenly Father. And when he who is most valuable values you, you turn from an anxious boy into a courageous man, from an anxious girl into a courageous woman, from an anxious person into a courageous person, even in troubled times. See, being valued by God through the gospel causes you not to live in anxiety because we are loved by he who is love. And the cross shows us how valuable we are to our heavenly Father. Jesus begins to look around and he uses the birds and he uses the flowers as examples of value. And he says, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap, but your heavenly Father takes care of them. He says, look at the flowers. No one's ever been dressed like these flowers. The greatest fashion designer couldn't clothe someone like this. Yet your heavenly Father values the flowers and values the birds in way and cares for them in ways that are wonderful in his sovereignty. And he poses this question to us. Are you not of more value than them? If he loves the birds and he loves the earth and he loves the flowers these, way, these ways, how much more does he love you and care for you? You have nothing to be anxious about. I'll tell you something on a little bit of a lighter note. This week our hamster got an infection. An abscess was growing on our hamster. And I'm thinking to myself, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Tom Brady's leaving the Patriots. And now the hamster's sick. This hamster ain't going out like that. So we had to ask ourselves this question. Were we going to take the hamster to the vet and pay the money during this time to care for this hamster? And I said to my wife, I said, there's too much going on. We can't let Jonathan, our hamster, we call him Jonathan Taylor Thompson. We can't let him go out like that. I said, we're paying the money. Take this hamster to the vet. She rode all the way to Lawrence. She couldn't get out of the car because they're saying no one can come in. The vet comes out. He takes Johnny inside. He had an infection, said we could treat it. So we had to make a decision. It wasn't a lot of money, but money during this time on a hamster, you've got to decide. And I said, we can't just let this hamster die during this time. Too much going on, and he's our pet. So we got him cared for. The good news is Johnny's doing well. They uh, took care. They drained the uh, infection. They gave him some antibiotics. I didn't even know hamsters could get antibiotics. Um, but they did say, if you want, we can give him a cat scan. And we said, that's too far, but we want him to live. <laughs> but we took care of him, and he's healthy again. But the reason I share that story is because my daughters saw the way we cared, the way their father cared for this hamster. They were willing to spend money. We were willing to take a trip. We were willing to, you know, care for his health. And it sends a message to them that if we're going to care for a hamster this way, how much more will their dad care for them, give his life for them, do anything so that they do not have to live in anxiety? That's what Jesus is saying. If God cares for the birds, and he cares for the flowers, how much more does he love and care for you in these troubled times? That's the big why behind why we don't have to live in anxiety because we are loved and we are valued by him who is most valuable, God, our Heavenly Father. And so I want to talk about some ways 
in which we cannot have an anxious mentality. But I do want to say this first. I want to speak to a few groups of people. First, if you're a church planner, if you're a pastor, I know this time can be a time of great challenge. And you're facing fear. Maybe you just started your church or maybe you're pastoring. You're concerned about your church. I want to speak the words of Jesus to you. Do not be anxious because God values you. And he's going to bring your church through this. And your church is going to be even stronger. He's going to give you the ability over the weeks, even if it's online, to sow the seed of gospel in ways you never even know so you can impact more people. And he will bring this, you through this. If you sold your home and moved here to plant a church, God is sovereignly in control. He's going to bring you through this. If you've been pastoring in a hard time, he's going to bring you through this. If you're a single mom and you're thinking, we don't have a dad here to provide, our God Loves being called the father of the fatherless. And he's going to bring people into your life to care for you. And to provide for you. Whether it's writing a check. Whether it's bringing you food. He cares for you. Your heavenly father cares for you. If you're elderly and you're worried about your health. Do not be anxious. You are valued by your heavenly father. He's going to bring you through. Please hear those words. From Jesus. From the Holy Spirit today. So let's talk about how we can grow in defeating an anxious mentality because Jesus gives us some just wonderful teaching here. He says this. This is how you overcome anxiety. Value the kingdom of God first. Seek the kingdom of God first. He says, do not be like those who don't believe, who seek first money, and seek first clothing, and seek first self-preservation with food and drink. He says, if you do that, you're going to be anxious. And I want to tell you today, if you seek those things first, you're going to live in anxiety. Jesus says, switch your mindset. Overcome anxiety. Seek first my kingdom and the advancement of it. And if you seek first my kingdom and the advancement of it, and the glory of my name and the good of others, all these things will be added onto you. You will have food. You will have drink. You will have clothing. He will take care of us financially. But we have to have our mind and heart set on the kingdom of God first. That's how we overcome anxiety. So I want to just talk about some practical ways to do that. <clears throat> and the first one is be an instrument to provide clothes and food and care to those in need during this time. It's how we extend the kingdom of God. We become the instruments, the tools he uses to provide food, to provide care, to provide prayer, to meet people's needs, whether that's bringing food down the, the food pantry. Maybe you're doing your shopping this week. Buy a little bit more and bring it down the food pantry. Maybe God has put it on your heart to write a check to send it to someone who is in need, do that. Maybe someone can't leave their house and you can run the errands for them and buy groceries for them. Be the kingdom of God. Care for those in need. Secondly, <clears throat> you may be someone who is in need right now. And what God is going to do is he's going to send help. He's going to send people to bring you food and to write checks and to be there for you. Accept the help. 
I remember when I was a teenager, my family was going through a rough time, and we basically lost everything within a few weeks. We all, my mom lived in one home, and me and my siblings lived with friends and family in different homes, and finally we got a house in Lynn, not a house, we got a third floor apartment in Lynn for us all to stay in, and we went there, and I had a friend in Lynn, and he brought me to his house one day, we were hanging out, and he brought me into his room, and he opened his closet, and he began to say, do you like this shirt? Do you like these pants? And I said, yeah, those are nice, and he gave them to me. I didn't even realize I was in need of clothes for the school year, but I was. And he opened up his closet, and um, God used him in that time to meet my needs when I didn't have anything, to give me my basic needs, to have clothes, to have shirts. And uh, God's going to send people into your life to care for you. Accept it. That's a way that your Heavenly Father is showing you love and that he values you and loves you. Please. See his love and his care for you in that way. And finally, in conclusion, Restoration Road and friends, this is a time in these troubled, hard, and challenging times to share the message of King Jesus, the king of this kingdom. The one who is God, the son of God, but left his throne in the heavenly realm far above, was born into this world, fully God and fully man, struggled, suffered, was tempted, but never sinned, overcame Satan and all his devices, overcame death, went to a cross for you and me. He is the most valuable, yet he laid down his life on the cross to treasure us, to show us we are valued and loved by him. He took our sins to the grave so that all who believe in him in his resurrection after three days can be restored to God, can know God, can know the love of God, can feel the presence of God, can make it through any hardship, any time, any pandemic, can hold on to Christ and not be anxious, but we can live in courage and the boldness of knowing that we are loved by our Heavenly Father. I want you to know that in truth today, Restoration Road. Do not be anxious, but take courage because you are valued by our Heavenly Father.